just want to thank everybody who's left comments and DMs and said stuff to me in person about the podcast. I really appreciate it. Super helpful. Uh, it always makes me feel good. Feels like uh, people are listening to me, which is nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so just keep leaving those DMs, keep leaving those five star reviews, and uh, keep reaching out. I appreciate it. But for now, let's get started with the Robson Show. All right, welcome, Scotty Landis, creator of the Dry Sixty Nine. That's right. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Good. I'm uh, I'm currently, let's see, 25 days into my own dry 69. Congrats, man. Thanks. It's great. That's awesome. I did 100 days of not drinking in 2021 after, you know, after lockdown, I felt like the some of us who are drinkers maybe drank too much living alone. And so uh, dry 69 consecutive days feels easy. Yeah. And uh, you started on the podcast. When how 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 many people have a lot? Uh, yeah, so in a good way, and also like there's been some cute ones. So I would say, meaning like there's these pregnant women that are like, so I've been sober for seven months. Does that count? I'm pregnant, and I'm like, that counts. That counts. Uh, sober. Somebody's been sober for three thousand days. Okay. Uh, and they were like, can I get a bumper sticker? I'm like, yes, you can. So, <laughs> uh, but I would say the people that heard it on the pod and then started to do it is probably in the. Teens, probably in the teens. Wow. Hey, it's good. That's awesome. Clean that liver. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to read a five-star review. I always do that to reward people. For Please do. I, I want to hear them all. Uh, this is uh, just uh, one that says, from way too big plantain. Uh, he says, five stars, Rob. I'm a doctor, and I listen to your podcast while nice. performing surgery. That's cool. That's pretty crazy. The other day, I laughed so hard that I accidentally cut into a patient's liver. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. True. Right? <laughs> Thanks for the laughs. All right. Well, way too big plantain. Thanks for the review. I mean, uh, I'll take it. I yeah. mean, the liver heals better than any other organ. Yeah. So good for him. Um, do you want to read some uh, five-star reviews? Sure. I would love to read one. Uh, dear Rob, huge fan of the pod. Uh, walked by your apartment building the other day, and you have the girthiest palm trees in North America. Yes. Good on you, mate. Yeah, thank you. I don't have anything to do with them. Nope. Uh, I guess I'm a little concerned that you know exactly where I live. I don't really tell people my address. But I also, in this day and age, I've realized that's just kind of like yeah. an accepted part of society is that yes. pretty much anybody can know anything about you. Well, he said made at the end, so he must be Australian, so you're probably safe. Oh, that's a good point. He's yeah. probably just visiting. You're fine. He was on a bike. Here's what I would say. If you're going to stalk me, yeah. say hello. I couldn't agree more. If you're going to stalk me, say hello. Why shouldn't we just at least... Yeah, yeah, get to the point. Yeah, get to the if point. If you want to kill me, go for it. Go if for you want to have sex with me, go <laughs> for me. If you want to kill me and have sex with my dead body, give it a try. Let's let's stop beating around the bush. <laughs> Maybe we connect. Maybe yeah. there's a connection and then we get into it together. Uh, yeah, people, if you're going to stalk me, just let me know. Just let me know. Send me, take a photo behind me at the grocery store. Tag me in it. Um, I assume you have my number if you're stalking me. So yeah, it's easy to get these it. days. So I look at it and realize, wait, that's the back of my head right now. And turn yes. around. Yes. And then... And then just do a gotcha. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. You, and you can give them a point. Like they won. You pretend Congrats. to be dead or yeah. whatever. Oh, I like that. Yeah. 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 Let's just play this out. You know, we don't have to go the full. Yeah. Full they Let's get the satisfaction of imagining you dead. 
And that's that's enough for a lot of people. Yeah, I think so. I would hope so. These days, you can never tell. But it's also, what if you could yelp your stalkers? That would be great. A rating system of like really freaked me out, scared the yeah. shit out of me. That note was like really incoherent and freaky. Five stars. Five. Oh, you're better. Yeah. The more freaked you. Are. Oh, because yeah. I was gonna say like I was gonna say it would be a nice reward for nice stalkers. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Because it could be like actually chill dude just uh, wants to look at my feet. Hey man, uh, I'm fine with it. Five so, stars. Five stars. Yeah. Uh, a harmless yeah. stalker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that way you you at least as a stalker know where you stand in terms of creep factor. And Yelp sounds like the sound you would make if a uh, they grabbed you. Like if a stalker came That's up and grabbed you. It like should be. Yeah, Yelp should be. Yeah, yeah, they're idiots. And they're, they're, I'm sure they're losing out to Google Maps and Apple Maps and stuff. At this point, they got to mm-hmm. gotta rotate anyways. Or just expand. Get That's bigger. That's what they're all doing in tech. You got to. You just got to keep growing. Purchase or perish. Purchase or perish. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> um, do you do you ever have a, a, a unique experience with a garbage man? Have you ever had a unique Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really have. Okay, let's hear it. So first day of school, senior year, high school, uh, I had my hair been dyed blonde because I had gone to Hawaii and thought it would be rebellious to dye my hair platinum blonde. Amazing. I drove a little uh, gold Toyota Corolla and I took three kids on my street to school. We carpooled. This is our first day of carpooling this crew. Uh, at the end of the street I grew up on, um, there was a garbage truck coming in the other direction and I was slowing down and the garbage man walked with a trash can in front of him into my car and hit my car and flew off. And I was doing about 10 miles an hour. Oh, my God. But he, and then we, we like, stopped, and the one girl, Lainey, like, screamed, and the other two guys, Nate and Kyle, we all turned around, and he, like, looked around, and they, like, dropped and laid down, speaking of Yelp, and he pretended to be injured, and then the garbage truck driver was a woman who was like, you were flying, I was waving you to slow down. Oh, my God. So where it happened they called the police so two fire trucks show up an ambulance shows up and two cop cars show up and this is on a bit like my small suburban street neighborhood street went against like a larger highway so people going to school saw me talking to cops and they went into school and my mom was a health teacher at my school and they're like scotty killed someone Oh my God, they just assumed you had killed somebody. Yes, and so the police... Your poor mom. Yeah, I know. And she knew I was going to be okay, but it's true. And then like my girlfriend at the time, was, she was like, are you okay? I heard you killed somebody when I got there. So the cops separated us, and they were questioning the two garbage men and the driver, and then they questioned all four of us, and then me, and the woman that was driving the truck was like, he flew into him. And I was like, ma'am, there's the stop sign right there. And they're like, don't talk to each other. The cops are like, don't talk oh to each God. other. And I had a little dent in my car. Like the trash can did hit it. And so the cop was like, and where was the impact? And they said right here. And they pointed on the ground. And then and then said, has he moved his car? Meaning me. And she goes, no. And he goes, well, ma'am, it's four feet away. There was no way he was doing 30 miles an hour. Oh, and she's like, God. well, I don't know. So they sued me. The garbage man sued me and then we countersued and it ended up never having to get like they just dropped it because there was no evidence. And we had so many witnesses being like, no, he was doing 10 miles an hour. But yeah, first day of high school, everybody thought I killed a garbage man. That is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also a good introduction. You and I knew each other in New York City and now we're living in Los Angeles. It's a good introduction that people are going to try to like 
get whatever they want out of you all the time. So it was a good like, hey, I'm 17. Bad shit can happen in a hurry. Pay attention. Yeah, that's a great life lesson to learn. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah. 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 I feel like um, I feel like I got a number of those kind of lucky like, oh, like you can. Uh, uh, I always tell people I injured my shoulder playing football and it was like awful. I had to have surgery, but oh it no, was, it was a it was a good like like since that moment i have always felt very fallible yeah you know and uh, in a good way i feel like it's like it finally made me go it was a good way to be like oh like you are just this combustible you know yeah it can go at any time yeah so just uh take decide the actual things you want to risk your body on yeah absolutely oh my god that's so true and there were guys growing up that were reckless and like going through it and you could see them not learning those lessons and then now when i go back home people will be like oh did you hear i'll just uh i'll make up a fake name uh Mm. uh james cactus died yeah and i'll be like (laughs) makes perfect sense And like not to be cynical, but I'm like I, he yeah, net James. I could have called it. Yeah, yeah, we. I'm surprised he made it as long as he did, and yeah. I think that's true. Yeah, some people don't learn that. No, sir. Um, yeah, when I was in uh, high school, I uh, w- would take my car. I took my car one time with friends and thought it was really funny to knock over trash cans with sure. my car. Absolutely. And uh, and it was it was <laughs> up until until a yeah. garbage man another day like totally random day he yeah. goes I know your car really and he goes I saw you hit garbage cans the other day yeah and he was like if I see you do that again I'm gonna fucking kick your ass <laughs> my my Brooklyn roommate Chris he was a garbage man in Jersey for a little while a few years and he said that they would find like mini kegs like not the full-size beer yeah, keg yeah, but the, the small keg. yeah, yeah like yeah. a pony keg and if they were getting thrown out they could bring down the scoop in the back of the truck and pinch it in a way that it would shoot it out almost <laughs> like like squeezing a watermelon seed or something tiddlywinks and he said they could shoot it over city hall <laughs> so that's pretty good that's awesome yeah uh, so yeah it turns out I, I know a lot of fun stuff about garbage men um did you play sports when you were I did there? i played every sport but i was very good at soccer and lacrosse i'm from maryland so yeah. you had to play lacrosse but i played baseball basketball i loved volleyball but i could never and tennis those were the all the sports i played Damn. My parents never were going to let me play football. But That's so honestly, funny. They let you play lacrosse? I know, faster. <laughs> if, and with weapons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not like... <laughs> but uh, no, never played football, never wrestled. Wrestling was also really big in my area, like a lot oh, of yeah. kids, but not for me. I was too, I was, I, I was small. I didn't like the way they uh, treated you in wrestling. No. I, I saw the like, like I... I had, they had me do like I like kind of didn't try out but they were like you can come and like work out yeah I did that like, a couple and times it was like too. one day I was like yeah these guys are like psychopaths and it, it turns out a lot of them are it's like they all, all oh, the yeah. MMA guys are all like ex-wrestlers I was friends with all those guys because I was also afraid of them but yeah they'd be like no you shave your head like a cat's tongue so you can grind it into another guy's face to open up a cut oh and I'm like God. cool they're like yeah you eat onions before the match so you stink <laughs> and you're like okay and they were all anorexic <laughs> Because at the time, the, I think there are rules now, at least in Baltimore County, but like people would drop like 25 pounds of, you know, oh, water yeah. weight and everything. You'd see them in the, they would, they had like these trash bag suits yes. they would wear and yeah. then they would r- go, go running. Yeah. You'd see them like they'd just go be running for like uh, around the track for hours just trying to 
get off as much water weight as they can before they yeah. weigh themselves not it's for just, me it's crazy not for me and not not even in like a it, it was fun when sometimes they'd be like how much do you weigh and i would weigh like 155 pounds in high school and they were like cool wrestle him and then the guy pinned me in like 10 seconds but it was like yeah you have a skill i don't have i like admired it yeah and also like you have to be um i do watch mma and uh um george st pierre one of the best fighters i know time. yeah he rules he uh he had a great he had a great line that was very like oh because i always was like what's the difference between like a fighter and me like why am i not sure a fighting guy sure and he said that the reason he retired was because he um couldn't uh, he he his last match he didn't want to kill the guy, and he said that's how he knew that oh, it was yeah. over because he said you have to want to you have to in your mind picture killing the person in order to actually beat them in the fight, and I mean that makes sense. Yeah, now they're all too skilled. I don't watch it anymore. I watched it in that era and like that Anderson Silva and earlier. Era. Oh yeah, well yeah, the early when yeah. it was just like yeah, <laughs> it, was like, it was like mismatch styles <laughs> or somebody would jump way ahead and everybody would have to catch up. There used to be no weight class. I know it's that crazy. Insane. There used to be no gloves, but now they're all so skilled. It's like robots. It's like weapons. It's like two guns shooting at each other until one gun well yeah and and it's like kind of now there's like predictable endings you know it used to be it was like no what is that yeah it it was like it would literally be a move no one had never heard of or seen before now it's like you could probably list off it's like the guillotine choke obviously knockouts elbow knockouts ground and pound like it was just like there's like a yeah i get it i I, still i still love it but uh it's it's also they don't um I wish they had as much fun as boxers do. I feel like boxing is more fun in terms of make more money. Boxing, like if you're a champion, yeah. If you're a heavier weight class boxer, my God, yeah, you can get rich. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I'm getting older and becoming more of like a a wimp. Maybe I I, because I used to love it, but now in 2020 when it was quiet, remember they did a UFC where there's no fans. Yeah, and you could hear the impact so much more, but you could also hear him grunting and farting, and I'm like this is too violent for me yeah. but also it's 2020 so i was maybe a little sensitive no i mean it was it was a weird it was yeah. weird to watch it without any crowd it was yeah that was that was it, was it like, really did it was like foley artists yeah <laughs> well it's funny because in movies punches sound so great yeah it's such a lovely sound they've invented yeah but then when you hear it in the real thing it sounds just like a slap were you on the improv team wilhelm were you ever on that team no but obviously you remember that yeah, team yeah. But um, have you noticed that now the Wilhelm screams in too much stuff? Like now they just use it. It's Dude, not even interesting anymore. Once I found out anymore. of that, bad, it ruined it for yeah. me. I hate that. It'll take me out of movies every time. I wish nobody had ever told me. I never noticed it. And, yes. then, and then they were like, here's a fun industry secret. It's like, well, then keep it a secret. That's yes. what makes it fun. I watched a movie and I can't remember what it was, but it was a newer movie. It was like yeah. a, a streamer and they had two separate Wilhelm screams in it. And I'm like... Well, I've lost interest in this. As yeah, because I'm just now I'm thinking about the sound artist being like so proud of himself. Like, yeah, or the director being like, throw another one yeah, in. Yeah, let's have some fun. I read about this. <laughs> and you're like, Christ. Um, yeah, there's some. Uh, well, well, we'll get into some stuff. Let me let me ask I you. I love stuff, man. I love stuff, too. I'm freaking pumped. You do have girthy palm trees out there. They are. I think Huge. That's, I think that's the. Uh, um. No, that's not. There's a California native palm tree because, okay. you know, most of the palm trees are not native here. I heard that. Yeah. So all the tall, crazy tall ones are not from Southern California, but the actual desert yes. palm 
is native and it's a big those big must be chubby. like og when they started doing it because i've never seen it like that but yeah. that's good though you know yeah stops nice. a runaway train yeah they can survive hurricanes they're the only trees that can survive like category five like hurricanes. that's so cool yeah that's, that's cool. badass yeah um what person from your past sort of represents maryland to you obviously maryland's a big part mm-hmm. of your life mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. who who in your past is like that's that's the guy that's like Famous one is John Waters is the most Maryland guy. Yeah. And what is it? Because he's like a he's not he's almost indescribable. He's 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 got this camp weird yeah. uh, off the wall, a very similar sense of humor. I would say to yours. Well, I'm sure I learned a lot from yeah. watching his stuff growing up. Baltimore has a similar vibe in some ways to New Orleans. It's the only other place that I've been that they felt like sister cities, in that they appreciate when you're just a weirdo and you're unique like i remember in high school i went to a big public high school and i could be any way i wanted to be and i never felt like i was getting bullied for being weird like you get, get bullied for other things but if you were just different they'd be like yeah he's different and they would think it was hilarious so you were rewarded for being silly and weird which you don't get very many places no not at all and not even like I'd like I, there were class clowns and people quoting like austin powers and yokiro taco bell and mm-hmm. shit like that yeah crickets but if you came in and just said something insane and did a backflip people would be like i love chiron and then <laughs> so they did reward you for being a little left of center and so was new orleans and then i'm trying to think of real life yeah so john waters is just he's so specifically himself yeah. and he was discovered right like he he was making movies and people found him he wasn't just going he didn't come out to hollywood and like just bang on every door he did his own thing and people came around to him and i've been to his house for a christmas party once and it was uh fantastic and he's not doing them anymore so but he had like he's kind of famous for meatballs he had like giant things of meatballs on several floors whoa he has fake food everywhere everywhere in his house he has rubber fake food like melting ice cream cones fried eggs whatever like everywhere he had a very old computer at the time and then when you walk through the front door he takes a polaroid photo of you so i walked through the front door twice on on two different occasions and so once he just took a photo of me just standing there and then the other time was with my friend carl who invited me and he just has catalogs and catalogs and catalogs of every person plumber leonardo dicaprio tracy lords the guy that cuts his trees if you've been in his house, he takes a Polaroid of you and saves it. And one day, the Smithsonian is just going to be overflowing with John Waters Polaroids. That's so cool. He's pretty great. And then... How did you get it invited? So, Carl Bennett is a good old buddy of mine. that We actually did comedy in New York together. And he lived in Baltimore for a while and would run the midnight showings, I think, at the Charles Street Theater that John would go to. And they became buddies. And then John, uh, Carl would hang out with like his crew that would go to like like gay dudes and his like merry band of weirdos and they'd go to like biker bars and weirdo bars and it just carl was in the ride so he got an annual invitation and we went it's cool because it is something that when you live here the longer you live here the more you're like oh people just live here yeah you start you start having these moments where you're just like yeah it isn't insane that you would become friends with john waters if you're just like doing the same things and you go to the same diner every day or whatever yeah you see each other all the time eventually it's the same way it would be with anybody that's right yeah i'm trying to think if there's anybody from like life life that is like somebody that actually know 
I mean, there's this one guy named Scott who's an, my friend's uh, dad. Grew up with Scott. Grew up with my mom's, and okay. he's just like the he's the best. He wore a bandana. He around around his forehead every day that I've ever seen him ever. I've never seen him not wearing a bandana. He was a lacrosse coach. He did all these things, but then he just had this hilarious attitude where it was like he would like in lacrosse he would be like i don't care if you have to shoot it i don't care if you have to throw your stick with the ball into the goal just by any means necessary at one time we were hanging out uh this was when i was in high school he was a grown man and he was trying to convince a room of us everyone's watching a ravens football game that they need to start training the punt the the punters to be able to punt it directly into another player so it hits off their face mask and then your team can recover it. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, they should do it for kickers too. He's like, they should do it for kickers. They should practice kicking it so you hit the opposing team's (laughs) face mask. It comes back to you and you get it back. And he went on. He talked about it for two hours. And I'm like, that's the spirit of Baltimore. Just Just a passion for for absurdity. For absurdity. Yes, sir. We found a thing to be passionate about. Yeah, yeah, it's a good place to be from. Apparently, Maryland, uh, when I moved to New York, I realized Marylanders are very tall. I think there's a lot of German influence in Maryland. And apparently in the... You're, what are you, 6'2"? 6'2". Yeah. And um, in the Revolutionary War, apparently, like, the Marylanders would always be put... Washington would put them on the outside to hold the flanks because they were so big that they were like, they're going to be fine. It's in that book, 1776. I, I, I did read 1776. Yeah, and they were like, in the Battle book. of Brooklyn, yeah. they were like, the Marylanders did fine. <laughs> they just kept saying it because they were just big, stout men, Bavarian men. It's so weird that there was a time when, like, Marylanders were, a, I know, like, almost a race of people. I, yeah, and it's yeah, true. That's yeah, right. It so is weird. The, but but that makes sense because it would have been, <laughs> yeah, it would have been, like, this is a colony of this. Yeah. It would have been, like, a race of people. Sure. Um. It, what's the strangest thing an old lady ever said to you? Um, strangest thing an old lady ever said to me. Who? That's such a good question. Um, well, gosh, strangest thing an old lady's ever said to me. I'm sure there's been several because I waited tables for so long. Yeah. For so, so very long. Um, one time I was walking down the sidewalk and um, this the woman didn't say anything, but she, an older woman just asked me a question and then a passing by couple, it was a mom and a daughter and the daughter was probably in her 30s, mom was probably in her 60s and the daughter hit me in the face and kept walking and the, her mom went, I'm so sorry, I am so sorry and they kept walking. But she just she just like swung an open or like a like a haymaker that wasn't like it connected like flat, but just a woman was like, excuse me, and I like turned to this woman and then get punched in the face Holy and then I turned crap. and the other older woman was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Like I think the daughter had something going on that I was unable to. Oh my to. god, that's so shocking. So yeah, it wasn't so much a question, but it was it uh yeah, that was the strangest interaction I think I've had with an old lady. How yeah, about you? Um what is an old lady interaction I had? I had a uh, 
uh, actually, in, in my in, in speaking of violence, when I was on the subway, yes, you know, I'm a big guy. Yes, you are. And one of the reasons I hated living in New York is you can't be a big guy in New York. It is just brutal. Yeah, you just you if you got to get to work in the morning. It's about confined spaces. You're cramming in. Yeah, always. And everyone hates you. I mean, literally. Uh-oh. And I had I had this old woman who I had to get on the subway. I was going to be late for work. So I did what everyone was doing, which yeah, is sure. you kind of force your way on. Yeah. Yes, I know it's crowded. It's New York City during rush hour. Nightmare. Uh, and she repeatedly elbowed me in the stomach. Like, like intentionally? Till, yeah, till, the, like, till like I got off. Mm. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, she was mm-hmm. really an old lady. And uh, it was a very good... It's one of the few, one of the things that I put on the check mark the the checklist of reasons I was happy to leave New York is I always remember that woman and being like, what type of person gets that old and and you want to be a New Yorker a New Yorker yeah and that's what because you want to be the type of old where you're chill as fuck you want to be that the nothing chill, bothers you nothing bothers yes. you. You know, you'd have a conversation with it. You're like, oh, this guy's cramming up on me. I might as well have a conversation. With him. Yeah. You know, like or that. I'll just get off and just wander around for a little yeah. bit. I'll what, catch the next one. Life should not be that important to you at that point. Like things should not have that much weight to you at that point. I would hope. Yes. So it was just a very like, okay, this is not the place to grow old. I definitely would not want to be here. Absolutely. And then yet those people do seem to have the constitution of just like they do live to be 90 oh, years live, old yeah. and walk seven floor walk-ups yeah. and they're like fuck it yeah do you know jared logan yeah yeah he has a great he has a great bit he used to do about the uh the, this old old woman who got on the bus in new york and you know he realized later on it's like she's not even a person she's just like she's just like the embodiment of hate and they can just live forever yes. and just exist and i that, mean it's that so is how true it feels. <laughs> it's um, so real it's so true uh do you want to play a game Sure. All right. This is called Chillify. Chillify. So you are, I mean, I'm, no joke, people. If you meet Scotty, he is I'm pretty yeah, chill. You are, you might be the chillest person I've ever met. I, I thank I, you and for not that. Not even, not even exaggerating. People have told me that. Yeah. I mean, I legitimately would uh, love to see you. Not, I wouldn't want you to be in these situations, yes. but it would be very interesting to see you in yeah. like high stress you know it makes me calmer that's the thing that's like in car accidents or if i like one time somebody broke into my apartment in brooklyn and i chased him out with a bat (laughs) but it makes me get calmer and so that's what really freaks people out i was dating a woman years ago and we got in a car accident and she's like you didn't even like it didn't even move yeah I go, well, we're buckled and we're okay. She's like, I was like, why? She's like, why well, screamed? And I didn't even hear her scream. I was like, are you okay? And she's like, well, yeah, but it's strange that you just sat there driving. I was like, well, yeah, well, we're all right. I know. Where where does it come from? What's like your, I mean, have you done any self-reflection and try and figure it out? Or? Yeah. I mean, my parents aren't big over reactors either. Like we weren't like a yelly household or anything, but. Yeah, my dad's like a real choose your battles wisely kind of guy. But also, I just realized early on that like when everybody was fighting for one thing, it's kind of like we were just saying with the old guy on the subway or whatever. I would just stand back and let him fight it out and still kind of get what I wanted. Um like you found there's a reward in sitting back and letting And not caring as much. So so say 
say your favorite pizza when you were a little kid is pepperoni. You love pepperoni and people are like, I have to, and you go to a birthday party and there's three pizzas, there's a cheese, a pepperoni and something else and a sausage pizza, three different ones. And all the kids run to the pepperoni. I was a kid that would just wait till everybody got the slice they wanted and then I would just go take whatever was left and be just as happy. Because I think to me that says you knew on some level You'd get a slice of pepperoni. Some Eventually, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm the total. I think uh, could not be more opposite. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, I've gotten much. I've tr- I've worked on becoming much more that. Yeah, but definitely, I was the kid who was like, "Can't my way to yes. that fucking pepperoni." Yes, because the- to me, I really did believe that I like these things would never come again. You know, I'd never yeah. have another opportunity for pepperoni pizza. I don't know what that is. But uh, the fact that your parents were chill says a lot because my parents are the opposite. They were. I also loved sleep as a kid, which I think there there seems to be like three different types of kids. And like the kids that are all nighters, like at sleepovers, they're yeah. like, I'm staying up to the sun. Yeah. To that. And like I was the kid that and then there's kids that would go to bed really soon where you're like, what's up with this guy? Like, this is a party. I was the one that would like have fun, do everything, like get all the party stuff out. I'm talking like 10 years old. And then I'd be like. I'm going to go lay down over there and, and sleep. If everybody touches me, I'm never talking to you again. And they're like, okay, man. And then like that would, everybody would just leave me alone. But I would like just choose a spot and be like, I'm going over there basically <laughs> saying, don't fuck with me. And by like addressing it instead of like trying to get away with it. I think people were like, he's up to something. Yeah, yeah, or he's yeah. got a knife in or there. he's like wants me to, he wants this, this conflict. That's even funnier. Yeah, yeah. That would get, that would terrify me. <laughs> That's even Like funnier. it sounds like he like wants to, he's like looking for the fight but i wouldn't care where it would be if everybody's fighting for beds and sofas and stuff yeah. i would be like i'm gonna go sleep behind the washing machine but nobody come over there and then I'm like okay man that's great so yeah i don't know maybe i just said the things just patient i think you i i mean i've always you're a straight shooter is how I've i try to been. be yeah, yeah uh so let's try this so this okay. is uh chillify chillify and basically i want you to try to attempt to give me the chill version of these statements okay so i will uh, try yeah i mean just try your best you can't you that's can't all i can do with these with days little, uh, uh game music going something fun yeah i love all your music and scoring and yeah, sound effects just try and have a little fun with it all right, so this is uh, very, very uh, sweet as John Waters. That's very nice. Yeah. All right, um, so this is Chillify, and I'm just going to read some statements here, and we'll give you a second to think and respond. Okay. Um, ma'am, your son is stuck in a drain pipe. We're doing the best we can. Everything's going to be cool. We're going to pop his little ass out of there in no time flat. That's nice. I already would feel better. Yeah, everything's going to be cool. All right. Hey, I told you I wanted pepperoni on this pizza. There's no pepperoni. Tell you what. Just because there isn't pepperoni now doesn't mean we can't get you a little pepperoni later. Very nice. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Detective, here's the murder weapon. It's a hammer. Well, let's put it down and tag it later. But uh, tell you what, round of beers on me tonight, guys. (laughs) Hell yeah. I mean, you want the cop that buys the beer just as the weapon. (laughs) We're good. Tag and bag it. Um, Mr. Smith, you have too many cats. I'm sorry. We have to take some of them. Well, take the sickest ones. They're going to die soon anyways. And let me say goodbye, but do what you need to do. Damn. Mr. Smith. Grandma, you can't keep leaving the home without telling me. 
Grandma. Oh, you know what? I'm responding to you. I need to rephrase these. I, well, I I've blown it. I enjoyed. I, I, I mean, either just, way is fun. Okay, give me that one okay. again. I, I got to get back on track right. here. I lost track. Grandma, you can't keep leaving the home without telling me. Granny, you're going places. And I love that about you. But you just got to let me know where you're up to. God damn. And you are not a father yet. No. Okay. I mean, you're charging me a higher price than you quoted me over the phone. Do me a solid here. Give me your best price, and I'll let you know if I can make it happen. It's <laughs> great. Chillify. Chillify. All right. The team lost. It's over. Okay. So we didn't win, but we got a whole life ahead of us, boys. Beers on me tonight. Beers on me tonight, boys. We I worked with a showrunner briefly who uh was like every Friday afternoon I just put a case of beers out and for the crew, everybody likes Coors lights, which I thought was great. And he's like, they all drink one. Sometimes they take one home, but everybody leaves like super happy at the end of the week, going into the weekend. I'm like, Yeah, that is so simple. Yeah. Costs probably one hundred dollars, yep. and then your crew's like that dude's cool. Say, I mean, it's the thing they say all the time. It's like that that little amount of respect and acknowledgement goes so yeah. far. Yes, for people, a little uh, reward. That's true. Yeah. A little pat on the back. I uh, what I tell my wife Meredith sometimes, like I'll just like I just need you to say, just like you know, you're doing it or good job. You know, like I don't, I don't like I just. Of course uh, you do. Yeah, I just need every once in a while. I just need. Uh, well, you're a performer. And she does it all the time on her own, but sometimes I like have to just ask for it you know i know it's like there's so many subtle ways to do it when you're just like cool and you want them to be like fucking great man yeah, like yeah. Are those pancakes good <laughs> you want to be like these are the best pancakes i've ever had um i asked uh not going to name them but i asked somebody to be on the podcast and they told me they didn't want to do it oh fun which, yeah which was like i was actually like shocked because most people um they either ignore it or they say they're just too busy or something fair you know? if, if they're like you know um, and that's I so told, funny. I told, I told, um, my wife and she, she tried to rationalize what the person said. And I was like, this isn't, I was like, this isn't what I want. So I told, uh, one of my best friends, uh, Brian, yeah. and he said, that sucks. Tell him to eat shit. Yeah. And that's I, was a like, I was like, I'm not going to tell him to eat. Obviously I was not going to tell this guy to eat shit, but it was, it was just, I, I literally, I showed my wife, I go, this is what I needed. Yeah. I I, I I get that like, you know, logically, you know, I can But that's why it. your partner shouldn't be your best friend. You need two different you need two you different, need two different you need things. Feedback. Yeah, you need to be able to switch it up. Um let me uh what what would your uncle say if you told him you wanted to go to outer space? They would be like, I'm surprised you already haven't been there, dude. My uncles would, I, my mom was one of eight. So I have six uncles on that side. And then I have one on the other side. And I, I take that back. I have eight, I guess, because they all, the women got married too. Um, but anyways, the, I have uncles that are legends in my hometown for like riding dirt bikes through the high school <laughs> one was like an all-american in one sport another was an all-american in another sport um they were wild men so they would oh be God. like uh go get it like and but i don't what's funny is i don't want to go to space no i i, Fuck you, space. I yeah i don't see i never understand that 
to me. If there was a thing to go to, if they were like, come to the moon yes. uh, resort, it's the funnest place to be. Yes. But to just be like, I made it up to space. Yeah. And also they're cheapening it now. It's like now people can go up. That's right. So it's Same like, with Antarctica. Everybody's going to Antarctica now. And then I'm like, this is going to add bad. Yeah. We're, we're all, we all shouldn't be going there. No, we got to leave these places to, you know, it's got to be a special occasion do you feel i mean i guess i agree with you if there's a place to go like if they're like hey there is a giant thing out there and it's you fly for two months and then when you get there it's a whole different perspective yeah but they would have to tell me like you've never seen a starry sky like this before yeah, like they'd yeah, have, they'd to, have to, to show really, me something because we yeah. have apple tv you just leave it you don't touch it for long enough and suddenly there's just a <laughs> high definition photo of what you would see looking out of a porthole in outer space i had that moment um recently traveling i went to that wherever but it was uh but i had that moment where i said this is great it's kind of messed up that we've gotten to a place where i before I traveled there, I had looked at videos of it sure. and they had done it justice. Yeah. And I was like, that used to, be, used to be a place where it was like you saw a photo in a brochure. Yes. And you were like, wow, I can't imagine what that'll be like. Yes. But now it's like I can watch like a thousand YouTube videos explaining exactly what it'll be like. Yes. And uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. You I had to really convince me to go somewhere. I and like, oh. Uh, well, this is old news now, but like I am more interested in the oceans. The oceans are more interesting and like, but I'd have no interest to go to the bottom of the ocean, no, no. but send me all the footage of unmanned Love cameras. It. Yeah. Show me the spookiest goblin sharks and what yeah. I will. I like when there's a whale fall and all the stuff just eats a whale carcass on Can the I bottom. Say, I was bummed to find out the goblin shark is very tiny. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so terrifying looking thing. And then it's like, oh, it's actually not that big. Bummer. Yeah, I was like, that's a bummer. But but giant squids. Giant squid. I bet there's bigger ones out there. Yeah. I bet there's monsters yeah. I can't imagine. Have you watched the Meg? I've, I, not only have I seen the Meg, I saw it in 4D. Oh, my God. With a thing that shakes you and sprays you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were giggling so hard. And because we were, you know, every time someone would fall into the water, Meg would come out, they would spray you in the face with water. At, and you're like, where's this water coming from? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming from in the chair. <laughs> You know, there's not just, there's not a Brita in the corner. It's just like that water's from like <laughs> 1999. Yeah, when the technology when they was new. It. That's right. The tanks are like, yeah, it just looks like sea monkey water at this point. But then when they flew the helicopter over the beach looking for the Meg, and it's like a party scene, they have these like high power fans that are blowing you in the face. And I was like, this is so fun. It's rattling like there's a helicopter. <laughs> and then they pump in the spray of like copper tone. Oh, and I was weird. like, well, now we're cooking because then like the smell took it to this whole other thing, like getting sprayed in the face with water and fan is fun. I mean, some yeah, people pay a lot of money for that kind of thing. You really it was it. awesome. And then I thought the Meg too was also fun. I'm in for the Meg in the way I think a lot of people are in for the Fast and the Furious franchise. Well, that's a, my, I'm a Meg guy. So I, my wife and I haven't watched Meg too. It's on our plan, but Pretty we fun. just watched the Meg and I was like, this is what we're talking about. You just give me, <laughs> you just give me exactly what I want. Yeah. You nothing, nothing. You're not trying to go fancy with it. No, it's a giant shark and we need to kill it. Yes. <laughs> it's a great problem. There's a fun twist in it and we won't spoil anything. Yeah. 
But yeah, you do. There's something great about monster movies in general where we're like, just show me the monster. Yeah. Show me how it's impossible to beat. Yeah. And then let's figure out how to beat it. Yeah. And Fun. of course, and uh, I love that they did the, uh, they, they had Jason Statham is a submarine rescue specialist which yeah. is like and does that even exist probably and, all, and, and he's also he's also a recluse with like vietnam-esque like memories of a tragic submarine rescue fantastic they find him it. and he's like he's like in thailand yeah like. well every i've i watch a lot of statham movies and because he's the master at exactly what you're describing yeah. it's like yeah i'm done with this shit but you have you're really good at driving all right, and All there's right. a little girl in trouble. Yeah, fuck it, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. And then it's like, but I was in <laughs> Afghanistan, so I'm gonna just stare off into the distance sometimes. But I'll be there when you need it's me. It's wonderful. It's the best. Yeah, and I love that he loves it, and he hasn't. I mean, I su- I I feel like he could really stretch. I've seen him in movies That's where he's point. really acted, and I think he's just loving being an action star oh i i don't know yes me too and apparently he loves interior design so much oh really that's his hobby is he and his model wife or girlfriend they buy properties around la and then take time renovating each room and decorating it and that's his hobby that is such a great rich hobby it's so good and for him it's like perfect yeah but this was designed by Jason Statham is a really fun. It, I mean, I haven't been to a Statham house party yet, yeah. but I, um, I'll call you. I'll be like, get yeah. over here. Well, I even just take some photos. That's and true. Now I can just live. <laughs> yeah, I'll just yeah. send you an HD yeah. vid for your Oculus. I'll experience it. Um, you're a successful writer. I try to be. Uh, but just like everyone, you've had some misses. Now, oh, some yeah. podcasts won't put you on the hot seat, but I will. I don't care. That's fine. So many of these obviously were sequels that you got asked to join and help write. Yeah, uh, that's, so, true. that's true. Um, we're going to we're gonna listen to some clips of, from some of these clunkers. Okay. I hope that's okay with you. Uh, nothing would soothe me more. Okay, great. So uh, let's take a listen here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, I, this was wild. I didn't even know it came out. It must have gone straight to Blu-ray, but this was the Shawshank Redemption 2, The Good Life. <laughs> I remember typing yeah. this. So let's, uh... <laughs> Wait. Well... Life is good in San Juantaneo, down here in Mexico on the beach. <laughs> Get over here and help me fix this boat. <laughs> That's enough of that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you know, right? They just tell you what you got to write, basically. Yeah, they gave me the outline. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why. You know what it is? It's they're so desperate for that extra paycheck no doubt that, about you know it. and of course they offered you know yeah tim robbins a fucking boatload of money and yeah he, and he took it yeah um blackface was a mistake you know yeah, was, yeah. Was, i mean <laughs> i wasn't gonna bring that up yeah it was a mistake really crazy I, I thought you know it was an earlier time maybe i can say something about how things should be now by showing how bad they were then yeah. and it was a mistake um yeah, they had Tim Robbins play the red part. Yep. That really made no sense. <laughs> yeah, red and redder. And it <laughs> it was a mistake looking back. I But, hey, you know. It's a paycheck. Um, this is, uh, you did Nightmare on Elm Street without Freddy. Yeah. Um, that's not the music for that. So this is very important. Here we go. 
Mom. Oh my god, I had a nightmare. What was it about exactly, son? Uh, I was late to school. And, um... Mm-hmm. Uh... That was it. That was it. I got in trouble for being late to school. Son. <sighs> Come into my bedroom. I've... Baby oiled your father. <laughs> and he wants to light himself on fire. I mean, it really... It took it to a crazy place, but you had to make something scary. Uh, you don't have Freddy, and it's called Nightmare on Elm Street. The weirdest is that was that they rolled credits right after that, so oh, we really? don't know. They left it open for a third. <laughs> That's what really screwed me up. Uh, they well, left it open. Um, this is uh, this was ET two. They finally made a second one. I didn't even hear about this. This is ET two, the way too extra terrestrial. Way too extra. He's way too extra, apparently. Um, so let's. Uh, Listen to that one. Figure out what a. There we go. It is shocking they made ET2. Well, I mean, you got paid for it. Hey, man, I took that check. ET phone party. Okay. (laughs) Um. Can we get this spaceship up and running again? This little freak. This guy, this little stack of circumcisions over here is being a little extra. Uh, that was great. I, I did enjoy that one. I'm surprised. That's I mean, it, a good movie. It, it drifted from kind of the sensibility of the first one, but yep. it was fun. Um, and then this is uh, The King's Speech 2, mm. which um, uh, you remember the King's Speech, obviously. Colin Firth. Colin Firth, Stutter, has to give a speech during wartime. Oh, uh, God. But, uh, you know, he didn't really give another speech at that level, so they just made it about him. This is King's Speech 2 ordering lunch for the office. Okay. <clears throat> so, let's do a little... Go ahead. Uh, uh, yes, I... um. Uh, so we won't, uh, we won't fall. You're going to have to speak up. The I, ice machine's broken. Okay. Okay. I'm, I just wanted, uh, some, uh, we're ordering a, a sub, sub sandwiches. Huh? You guys make sub, sub sandwiches, right? Just... Yeah, we make sub sandwiches. <laughs> we make a lot of stuff. What the hell do you want? I felt terrible for him. Yeah. But it's a good point that it's like his stutter didn't stop after the speech. Like he's still. Is that true? I assume. Did they cure his stutter? I thought they just got him through the speech. Well, the first writer that you have to admire that guy because that was his first produced movie and he was in his 60s. Uh, I think that's true. Yeah. And then they just hired me on and I was 19 and I um, I just wrote it in two two days. I and thought it was very better. impressive. Yeah, I uh, I had I was sitting in a, a Quiznos and I was like, I got a pretty good idea. And, uh, you know, 48 hours later. Hey. That's great. Boom. Is that, is, that, is that the most important thing, would you say, to writing speed? It's, it's all speed. You never look back, and I never take notes or do revisions. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. That's good advice for young writers. Every young writer out there, just whatever you think is the best is the best, and mm. the more somebody tells you to rewrite it, the louder you have to scream. Great. 
Yeah. And what's a good way for a, uh, let's practice this. What's mm -hmm. a good way for a young writer to approach you? Obviously you're in a sure. wheelchair for sure. Of course. Uh, then stand up and shake my hand okay. and go, if you like more gags like that, you're going to love this <laughs> script. <laughs> and then hand me a script that's soaking wet. <laughs> And then if you have a old, if your dad or family member is an old taxi cab that can pull up right at that time, the door uh -huh. swings open, you dive in and peel away, I will produce that movie, period. You won't even read it. You'll no. Just, it's going Green light. Yeah. So that's the best way to produce me. I mean, approach me. Uh, I'm sure there's other ways, but that would be the best way to approach me. So you hear that guy's wheelchair stand up. I mean, obviously, now you can't do that. He gave you the idea. Yeah. So, but in the same vein. Yeah. Soaking wet script. Yeah. Comically wet script. Yeah. <laughs> and then old taxi cab pulls up in reverse, dog driving. <laughs> then you dive in the back seat. The fare meter goes up. Ding. Oh, old timey. You were talking like 1980s, 1970s. Yeah. That and little thing pops up. Then I lick a finger and open the front page <laughs> and an entire squid falls out. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Hollywood. Here are the keys to the city, son uh, or daughter. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah you got. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so this is a good way. This is kind of a little segue, but similar question. Good with me. What's a worst? What's the worst way to come across uh, you as a dude? First time meeting you. Um, like just not yeah. not industry. Just you know, if you're meeting a dude, what's like the worst way for him to? Have? Oh yeah, a hard, a too hard handshake is the worst. There was this one dude in New York that would double shake your hand. Oh, so you would go grasp. no, no one. You like a normal handshake, and he'd squeeze it, and then when you thought it was ending, he'd give you one more before letting go. And he did it to me and a group of friends once. And then I watched him do it to the other people he was meeting for the first time. And I watched their faces go like, what the, was that? And then afterwards, I like he left or went to the other side of the bar or whatever. And I was like, that guy shook your hand twice. And the guy's like, I wanted to punch him in his fucking face. Oh my God. It was such a weird power move that, uh, you know, that was 20 years ago. And I'm still thinking about it. So maybe he won. Um, I mean, is that you think his plan is to just get in your head? I think so. For what reason? Yeah, it's real. It was really, really bad. Um, it so was you don't like you don't like big dicking. I uh, no. I mean it. it I, I guess certain big dick, big, big dicking is really funny because like you kind of can see through it right away. Yeah, and LA yeah. has lots of that. Yes. Um, I had this guy walk up to me once in a very funny way. I didn't know that many people at this party. I was in San Diego, so it was like bro central. It was mega bros. And I really didn't know that many people. It's 4th of July. And this dude walked up and he had like American flag, really short swimsuit on. He was ripped, bro dude. And he walked up to me and goes, hey, I don't know you. Do you want to come out back and play drinking games? And I was like, sure. And I don't even like beer pong or quarters or whatever. But the way he asked me was so funny and direct. And then I like followed him outside. I'm like, well, I like this guy. He It was so weird. I thought he was going to be like, who the fuck are you? And instead he was like... <laughs> I don't know you. Would you like to play drinking games? And then we played beer pong. And that's amazing. I didn't even really hang out with the guys for the rest of the night, but I liked that he was that strange. Yeah, that's great. Willing yeah. to be himself. Yeah. And just yeah. like he wanted somebody to play beer pong with them. So instead of being like, hey, what's up? He was he just said the thing. Yeah. Pretty good idea. Cut to the chase. Cut to the chase. So, yeah. yeah. I, um, anything showy I'm not into, too. Like, you know, out here we have a lot of that where... 
like I don't know, I don't care. I don't care if you have a Rolex or something. You know, I don't care about that kind of I, crap. It almost feels it's very strange to me when somebody has something flashy like that. Like, yeah, never suspect. Yeah, I would never. I'm even. I'm also surprised that people. I'm always surprised people would have like super fancy cars here because I see you see that a lot in LA. You see these cars that are just like. I mean, they must cost like five hundred thousand dollars. Probably. And all I'm thinking is like, I don't I could never have enough money where I'd feel comfortable driving that. I'd be so worried about it. And then also you just you're just drawing this type of attention to yourself that yeah. who who are you attracting to you? Yes. You're not gonna attract cool, chill, like fun people. It's also not funny. There's nothing funny about expensive cars. There's so there that's okay, so let's hear it, Scotty. What kind of what car would you get? You're spending all the money. Uh, I, if I had a ton of money, uh-huh. I would get a... Just show off. I mean, we're going for the show. You oh, we're going go. for a yeah. show. Oh, you mean uh, you're still talking getting a good car? You're talking if I had a lot of money and I was buying the Oscar well, Mayer Wienermobile. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Right. The Wienermobile would be fantastic. Planner Peanut Mobile is really good looking too. Nice. But I think if I had all the money, I would buy like 100... 1998 Dodge Neons and then just whenever I left I would just leave one so like if I was leaving your apartment it would I would just leave the keys and just walk out and Uber home and then just next time you saw me I'd be in a different Dodge Neon dents everything and I would just leave it at that restaurant and just hand the key to the valet and be like if you want it's yours and then I just Uber. so yeah that's what I would do if I had all the money uh, that's 100 amazing. Dodge Neons yeah that's great. I've never heard that before. I would love to do Wouldn't that, that be so fun? It would be amazing. Leave the fucking like uh everything in the car in the glove box. But, like it's in like everything's in yeah, there. Yeah, doors are open, yeah. it's got gas in it. Titles in there. Yeah, it's titles in it. Yeah. But if if you're like, you know, I would like hide the keys in a little bit. I'd put her on this little <laughs> megaphone and they'd be like, Hey dude, I think we found your car keys. I'm like, it's your car now, <laughs> I don't care. Now. And you're like, What are you talking about? I'm it's like, also just, an, it's just an it's also a little frustrating because yeah. it'd be like a night you said 1998 eight yeah yeah so it's like oh i mean it runs yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a, a air conditioning <laughs> <laughs> maybe it doesn't work so well but it's got a full tank of gas <laughs> yeah, like, I guess. if it gets towed you're like oh, scotty your car got towed i'm like that's fine that's fine i'm never gonna see that one again <laughs> I'd be like surprised if I was walking around. I'm like, I think this is one of mine. <laughs> just keys are in the ignition. Just get in, drive it away. <laughs> be pretty fun. Leave them all over the country. Constantly road tripping. That's what I would do if I had all the uh, money. I would love to also just hear the phone call when they're like, "Hey man, you got? You, you don't want your car? It's been impounded for for six months." I no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean. If you want to give it back, I'll send somebody to go get it. But it's yours if you want it. Keep it. Had the the titles in the the trunk. It's amazing. It'd be so nice. Uh, I saw a crazy thing. They, 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 apparently there was this crazy car stealing, you know, it's like a whole ring. Yeah. So they take them to, I think, I forget where it was in Africa, but they took them to this country in Africa and this news crew tracked down the cars Yeah. and then went to the cars and called the owners and were like, I'm looking at your car. It still had, it still had all of their like stuff in it, you know, in the glove box and everything. So they just put it on shipping containers and it just, just sent it to I, Africa. Yeah. I guess they just, you know, apparently. Damn. Yeah. It's a whole, makes sense. I mean, see, I'd rather see that than outer space. Wouldn't that, that be cool. more interesting be really to be cool. like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That it was cool to the video is him just walking around. There's like tons of cars 
license plates from Michigan and California and you know just like yeah but they're calling somebody being like we found your car it's in like Ghana or wherever and the guy yeah. was like I guess uh I guess I keep it I already have a new car like I saw a photo of me not long ago and I was wearing a shirt that I and I have a very good memory and I have yeah. no recollection of ever owning that shirt or wearing that shirt I remember the party I remember everything about the night and I I'm like I don't remember that shirt and that, isn't that so weird that I mean, I'm, I must have had it for a year or I mean, maybe not. Maybe I just bought it. Maybe it was like, maybe that was my Dodge <laughs> Neon. I just took it off at the end of the night, handed it to somebody and left. But yeah, I, uh, I, I did see a photo of myself in a shirt and I, it wasn't like an interesting or, but I'm like, what shirt is that? That's weird to not remember a shirt. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I would, I would. I'm getting I, older. I mean, I mean, I assume it had like a design on it. It had like a little bit of a design on it, but I didn't even I mean, I truly, I remember the event and I was like, oh yeah. And I remember the people there and I just do not remember oh, owning goodness. that shirt. I had, a, I had a favorite shirt. Did you ever have a favorite shirt? For sure. I had, I had a, few. a favorite shirt. I just don't know what happened to it. It was a terry cloth, you know, so it felt like a towel. Yeah, I had one of those. Um, like collar yes. shirt from Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. And I mean, I wore it to shreds almost. I just Was it striped? It. No, it was all red. I had a one like that was red, white, and blue stripe, but it was very similar to what you just described. And I like that was, we're around the same age. And that was definitely a hit around that time. People were always like, whoa, what is that? And it's yes. like, yeah, it's super fun to. I went know. to Catholic school as a little guy and, um, one the rare days where you're we allowed kid, you were just a, a yeah sister. yeah yeah. I was, I was a gymnast and <laughs> I got my period and now I'm six two. Uh, I gave that up and um i used to wear this gecko shirt that just had like mo like i don't know probably 200 gecko print and any day that i didn't have to wear a shirt and tie or whatever i just wear that lizard shirt i just loved that shirt oh my god see i wouldn't forget that shirt i honestly that's when i need i need to look at the photos of me in third grade and be like those are the shirts i need to go hunt down that's a great call for i would me love now. to hunt down a hyper color shirt amazing we sold some those. on bananas oh, we really? made bananas once sold out they still make them there is a company that made them and when we asked uh our exactly right we were like hey our merch team we were like we want to make hyper color shirts and with had like our bananas logo on it and they were like oh uh, they're gonna be like 50 bucks for a t-shirt and we we're like let's just make them yeah sold out instantly oh my god our best merch we ever did and people come to our shows and meet us and they would have like like hyper color stains like you know they had the colors that were like they were like nervous and it was uh so that's fantastic amazing. but yeah that i should that's look at good, that's a good fun merch thing it was people a good don't merch have thing. enough fun merch no everybody yeah. does you guys have great merch things. you just have a shirt and a hat now, right now yeah because we switch companies I mean, we're still with exactly right but yeah. they when you kind of move from the big clouds to the next, they all have their own merch. Like, so when you're on Spotify, they go, use this company. Or when okay. you're on, and so we're on Stitcher and they're like, use this company. And it's funny because it's all, it, podcasting is still a newish industry where you're like, every time they're like, hey, we want to put out a coffee mug or something. I'm like, would anybody even buy this? Yeah. And then you sell 200 of them and you're like, oh, that was worth yeah, it. Yeah, you have, made well, 200 people happy. But also because there's this sense that no one, you're like, is people are actually listening to this? And then, yes. And then that happens and you're like. I know. And because awesome. Kurt and I still Zoom, um, we don't record in person. We rarely do, if ever. And so it still doesn't feel like we're doing anything but talking to each other on Zoom. And thankfully, 
a lot of people listen but it's weird man it is weird because you it's a it's not stand-up or you don't or it's not improv you don't have like an instant feedback if at all yeah yeah but you but you guys are have a really good i mean you guys have been best friends for like been, yeah we've gotten closer since the pot i would say because he's a little older than me and then he kurt has like very tight best friends like high school friends yeah. and even earlier than that and they've become my buddies too but so i always just was like okay he's got his circle of true best friends including like Kristen shaw i was like i'll just be somebody that's always fun and available to hang out but that's, then this never that. brought us together were, i thought you guys were like super type we we've friends. always been yeah. good friends but yeah. i yeah i always i would say since bananas now you gave we travel me my together. very first writing job for on the, uh, money from strangers no no no, no. Uh, the um uh um night of the living night of the living that was a fun show and that was i looked through it and uh it was very gracious of you to allow it was really cool you let a I'm bunch sure of they were good really young writers my my stuff was not good i just read it uh but there was but the show was fantastic it was a live show in new yeah. york that we only did about eight of them but they were well, we a real event why it stopped but it was a <laughs> absolutely brilliant show very Thank unfortunate you. that uh some people will never get to see well comedy central should have bought that show but and just done it after the daily show it yeah. should have been the weird late night silly show it was so fun thanks man yeah i'm sure your jokes were great well this is definitely like part of this is inspired by that sense of like this and bunked you guys did bunk was was, yeah that was a fun show too um but uh that same kind of just like bunks on tubi (laughs) is it really i think you could watch bunk you guys gotta watch bunk bunk was a great show one time you guys had uh puppies yes and everybody's uh that's uh, right. Like a buzzer desk. Everybody gets a puppy. Yeah. yeah that was some people just pulled out a puppy in the desk. It was, it was very Brooklyn comedy. 2005. Yes. Feels very feels a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is called fake it till you make it. Sure. Um, and what you have to do is try to guess you have given a fake resume Ooh. because you're desperate for. Yes, sir. But now you have to kind of guess uh, what the right things to say are when I ask you What's the most important things about this job? Okay. So you're at this point in the interview. You faked it all the way here, but now you have to get at least two right. You have five tries. I have two. I have five tries to get two of the correct things to say for this job as the most important parts of this job. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, so I'll, okay. Right. I'll I mean, do I mean, my best. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is for you. Apply to be a plumber. Mm. Now you're being asked what's the most important things about being a plumber. Name two of the most important things about being a plumber. Um, And I will say I researched this. So that's based off of my limited research. So I would add, oh, okay. Um, So are you afraid of seeing other people's urine and feces? Um, No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Whoa! The top list. That's a good one, though. I'm surprised. Um, are you claustrophobic? Um, no. That's a good. Oh. That's it's a, okay. I'm going to keep these trying. Are important things to, to for being a plumber. But I think you've nailed two that should be. On the <laughs> I would say. I would I'm say thinking. Okay. Are, um, have you ever seen a toilet before? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Uh, 
Yes, I would. I'm going to give this one to you because I'm. This isn't the best. I'm trying to figure this out. You are. Are you uh, familiar with uh, fixtures? Are you familiar with fixtures? Yes. Have you seen a toilet and sink before? Yes. Great. <laughs> okay. So you're coming in. You seem like a nice young man. Let me propose this hypothetical for you. You're halfway through unclogging a nasty hairball out of a drain, and you snaked it, and you snaked it, and you snaked it to more. And when you hear. The familiar sound of high heels clicking <laughs> down the hardwood floor behind you. Okay. Let me ask you. You turn around and you see a red pair of pumps, as nobody mm-hmm. calls them anymore, and you slowly follow them up. You see a negligee, uh-huh. and then you see Gary, the man who hired you. Oh. Do you invite him into the shower with you? Okay. Well, I'm going to give you this to you because problem solving. There you go. Is that's another that's one. A solid one. So we'll give that to you. All right, let's try this one. This is a dental hygienist. Okay. So what's the, what's some of the most important things to know as a dental hygienist? Uh, where the mouth is on the front of the face. That's correct. Dental anatomy. That's a big one. Can you come up with a second one? Um, having arms and hands. Do you have arms and hands? Uh, so this is a new game. So you're 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 doing a good job of testing this because obviously arms and hands would probably be that's a real requirement yeah. for cleaning teeth. But I'm gonna maybe for- not. I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna force you to try and get more specific. Maybe not. Maybe somebody that a hygienist that only has um, holds the tools with their mouth would know <laughs> something. You know, would have a deeper understanding of really getting in there. So I take that back. Maybe a hygienist with no oh arms and hands could could, you could reach deeper. And and your first reaction is like this can't be real. And then your second reaction would have to be like, I just have to be very cool with this. Yeah, no just way. right up There's in there. No way I could. That is just moving the little suction thing with <laughs> their lips into the other side of your mouth. Do you remember when I coughed in your mouth? You're the only grown man I've ever coughed inside of inside of their mouth before. Um, I feel like I should remember this. We, it, feel, it feels familiar. We were shooting a sketch and you were a detective and I was a dead body and oh, you yes. had your mouth. Yeah, it was yeah, about yeah, an arbor yeah, sexual. Yeah, it was yeah, about yeah, a guy. Right yeah, mouth. and I yeah. you were leaning over me and I'm not an actor, <laughs> as everybody can tell. I'm a writer, true writer, and somebody said something or you did something funny and I laugh, coughed, and it, your mouth was open and it went direct. <laughs> I mean, you were two inch you were like a hygienist without arms and hands cleaning my mouth. And uh, so I apologize f- uh, I 13 that. years later, yeah. but I've never coughed, laughed in somebody else's mouth before. And you were like, you just laughed into my <laughs> mouth. Sorry. Okay. Um, uh, another well, question. I appreciate that. Yes. I hope my that apology. hasn't been uh, riding uh, in I remembered your conscience. I remembered it. Um, do you get along with dentists? Uh not again, really that's a good that's a good thing but um, things are gonna are you a people person that it patient communication that's huge is what we'll say so that's good i feel like you you got there do you want to try for one more in dental hygienist or we can move um have you ever used floss as tripwire while playing paintball uh i'm gonna say let's see if any of this Thinking um, outside the mouth. Well, there's continuing education, so we'll put yeah, that there. Yeah, thank like you. That, that is continuing education. Um, so let's do the. This is event planning. Okay. So what are we? The, what are the skills? Um, yeah. Okay. 
Do you know a human cannonball? Oh, okay. So we're talking about creativity and innovation. Mm -hmm. You need to be, you need to have access to a networking, a network. You got to know. That's great. Um, can you tell when shellfish on ice has turned for the worse? I think that falls uh, under a mixture of vendor relations and mm -hmm. problem solving abilities. Absolutely. You need to know that the vendor, you're not using Stinky Pete's. Not Stinky Pete's. Fish uh, Emporium. No, you went f fresh Francine's. <laughs> fresh Francine's. Flounders and <laughs> cockles. Uh, this is the last one. This is cowboy. Cowboy. Is a profession. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, people do still. People are still Russell cattle. Yeah. Um. Do you do you deeply yearn to sleep under the open starry sky? I think that falls right under um uh, uh survival skills and basic wilderness knowledge. Do you you got to enjoy? the outdoors more than anybody do you know how to make a racket when using a tin plate and a rusty fork while eating beans let's see no that's not here unfortunately but that should be i mean eating beans has to be like on the test i feel like you you can't even they won't even meet with you till you you gotta eat beans. beans yeah um when approaching a horse, are you able to tell which end is the butt? That's great. Yeah. Uh, so I would fall under communication with animals, understand nonverbal cues. Yeah. You got to be able to look at a horse and work out which end yeah, is like, the that is side the your face. That's the butt. That's great. Nobody calls it a horse's butt. They say horse's ass or the tail, but nobody's ever been like, look at the butt on that horse. They never have. They're idiots. Um, They're missing out. Let me move forward here. All right, let's do uh, do this game. Okay. Uh, we're, we're, we're coming to the end here, but Beautiful. this is um, this is called One Right, Two Wrong. Oh, I've heard you do this. This, this is, is hard. This is It can be hard. Uh, you have a limited amount of time to answer, so you do have to answer as fast as you can. The rules are you cannot get anything close when it's supposed to be wrong. So right. The first question's right. Two, three are wrong. Fourth question's right. Five, six are wrong. And then every time it's supposed to be wrong, it has to be completely wrong. Right. If he says, what's the ocean made of? I can't say milk because That's milk is a fluid. Too close to water. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Uh, you have to wait till the full question is read and you can't repeat answers and you can't make up uh, gibberish. Okay. It has to be real things. Okay. Yeah. Real answers. Okay. So this is the dog's edition in honor of Scotty's getting petting dot dog. Thank you for that. Yeah. Scott is attempting to pet 100 dogs. How, how, just this year. Just this year. 2024. Uh, if you have a dog and you want Sky to pet, hit. Uh, you can let me know. Yeah, you just go to Scotty's dog. Yep. And uh, let him know. And uh, he'll come. I've got 90 more to go. But, I, think you know, you, I think you can do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I haven't tried. I've. It's tough, too, because like now people want to see photos of every dog I pet. It's very uh, easy. But like, can I pet your dog? Yeah, but the and, photos. Uh, and then as soon as you get your phone out, I like, I'm like, hey, I'm doing this charity now, thing. I do have a, a loophole trick you could do if you get desperate. Because uh, at Runyon, you know, it's a dog hike. Uh -huh. so dog friendly hike. Dog friendly hike. And people set up booths there all the time. Oh, so they you do? You could just set up a booth that goes, I'm. I want to pet your dog. I want to pet your dog and take a photo. And Scotty's getting pet and dot, getting pet. dot dog. But I, but I feel like right now, I think it's more fun the way you're doing it, yeah. which is like, let's let it be organic. But yeah. just if you get to the end. Driving around, 
Yeah. If you get to the uh, to December and you're like, I can't believe I haven't. Oh, if it gets down to it, I'm going to be chasing dog walkers. I'm going to be dressing up like a dog groomer with like a mustache and pomade in my hair and giant scissors and and perfume with little squeezy things at the end. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'll get there. I bet I can get Uh, 200, but I'm going for 100. Okay. So one right, two wrong. One right, two wrong. This is Dogs Edition. Scotty's getting petting dot dog. I'll do my best. Everybody should check out. Oh, man. The heat is on. One right, two wrong music. Mm. All right, Scotty, here we go. Okay. What is the scientific name for a domestic dog? Oh, I would say a canine. That's close enough. We're going to give it to you. Canis something? Yeah, Canis lupus. Canis lupus. But we'll give it to you, canine. Thank you. Thank you. Question two. Which dog breed is known for its wrinkled skin and pushed-in nose? Surfboard Johnson. That's correct. What is the term for a male dog? <laughs> Motorcycle. That's correct. What breed is often associated with fire hoses and spots? Dalmatian. That is correct. All right, I'm back, baby. How many teeth do adult dogs have? Tuba Pringles. That's correct. All right. What is the largest dog breed? My Aunt Kathy. That's correct. <laughs> Sorry, Kathy. Uh, actually, the judges are saying that's a little too close. Okay. Okay. You get one more shot. Um, the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, still, they're saying because it's an ant, the humans are technically oh, animals. Oh, I see. I, to, okay. Dog, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, what is a group of dogs called? Uh, pack. That's correct. What is the average lifespan of a small dog breed? French fries with a side of mayo. That's correct. Which sense is highly developed in dogs? A deep diving submarine. That's correct. What is the term for a female dog? <sighs> a lady. I'm going to give it to you. Thank you. I think that's, uh, I think that's correct. Thank you. Uh, which dog breed is often associated with herding sheep? <sighs> Frank Stallone. It's too close. Oh, that's right. Uh... Uh, milk and cookies. That's correct. I got to get away from food. What is the average weight of an adult Labrador retriever? A magic flying carpet. That's correct. Do dogs have a unique fingerprint like nose print? Yes, they do. That is actually correct. Dogs do have a unique nose print. How many recognized dog breeds are there? My toilet flushes backwards. That's correct. Can dogs taste sweet flavor? Benny Hanna for the win. That's correct. Um, the judges are actually saying because Benny Hanna. Yeah, it's got a flavor. Hachi machi. Olin so, Mills for the win. That's right. <laughs> uh, but actually, uh, just so you know the real answer, uh, dogs actually can taste sweet stuff, which we assume. But uh, Yeah, no, I didn't know that. All right. What is the most popular dog breed in the United States? The Golden Retriever. Mm, lab Retriever, but I'm going to give it to you. Oh, a lab? A okay, yeah, labs yeah. are cool. What is the lifespan of a medium-sized dog on average? It's uh, less than a fold-out sofa. It's a fold-out sofa. <laughs> That's too close to... To you? Yeah. To which one? To the real answer. Oh, okay. What is the lifespan? You actually oh, something. the lifespan of something. Oh, uh, okay. Um, a driving range. That's correct. 
Which dog breed is known for its distinctive curly coat? Snorkeling in the Bahamas. That's correct. And what is the smallest dog breed? A teacup chihuahua. That's correct. And finally, what is the average heartbeat of a healthy dog? Hang gliding with Nana. Hang gliding with Nana is correct. Scotty, you have won one right, two wrong dog edition. Oh, thank goodness. Creator of the Dry 69. That's right, Scotty Landis. Scotty, obviously, uh, you don't do social media, but people can find Bananas Podcast. The Bananas Podcast on Instagram. We would love to have you. And then we have Bananas that comes out every Tuesday. It's an hour long. It's strange news and storytelling, and it's very fun with uh, my buddy, Kurt Brownholder. It is a very fun easy listening podcast i would i would put it up there it's like a great mixture of conversation but also not just with it has a format yes we have a format fun stories interesting stories thank you very funny uh guys uh, of course follow uh uh, listen to the bananas podcast and of course reach back out to me my name is rob stern and this has been the rob stern Stern Show. show Robster Show, Robster Show. Everybody's dancing. Everybody's angry. The Robster Show. The Robster Show. The Robster Show. The Robster Show. His name is Stern, but he is nice. His name is Rob, but he doesn't steal. What is this? A web of lies. The show is a web of lies.